Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, Bree James here with you. And on today's episode, I chat to midwife Kath Curtin about the do's and don'ts of breastfeeding and share her advice for mums to be. Now, remember to stay tuned for our weird, wacky and wonderful world of parenting segment as we've found the perfect thing to drain out those distracting sounds. <clears throat> your kids, drowning out your kids. Out for good. So I've also found an amazing new gadget that lets you fix broken things within seconds just by shining a light onto it. And don't miss my give it a go challenge this week as I want you to get the whole family involved. All right, let's get into today's show. So as a new mum, you will find yourself receiving breastfeeding tips and tricks from anyone and everyone, whether that be Aunt Tessa, whose last child is now 45, or the random lady at the bus stop. Advice is everywhere, if you like it or not. It can be quite confusing what advice to take and what to leave. So today I've invited midwife Kath Curtin, who is an expert in all things breastfeeding, to debunk some of these myths and share her advice on the do's and don'ts of breastfeeding all the way from Melbourne. Let's get her on today's show on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So can you tell me what advice have you got for new mums trying to breastfeed? Because it's not easy. Um, you know, I'm breastfed two children and the baby actually makes a difference, I think, as well. Because it was easy to breastfeed my first one. The second one was a tough one. Well, I think what I like to tell new mums is that our body's primitive, you know, and especially during pregnancy and after we've had the baby, you know, we all lactate. You know, all of us lactate. It's just a survival um, mechanism that our, our body has once the placenta's been delivered. Um, but we all lactate at a different, have a different amount of milk. So um, I really think that everyone should try it, you know, give it a go. But the best advice is to get help and get help early. Like if you're finding that, um, you know, there's any hurdles or, you know, you've got something that you're concerned about, rather than making it up or listening to girlfriends or Googling something, is to get some professional advice because there's there's a lot of great advice out there that people can visit or do Zoom or, um, you know, phone contact and it's uh, get get help early. Yeah, there's a lot of support out there and obviously, you know, the biggest thing is just to feed your baby but, you know, I, I guess breastfeeding is a skill for both the baby and for yourself to learn. Um, well, I don't know if it's... I, Babies know what to do. I think that's probably what is can be happening now. I mean, I've been doing this now for 41 years and and I was taught by women who had done it for 45 years as in midwives. And so, you know, I'm very back into, you know, trusting our body and trusting the baby rather than thinking we have to learn it. It's just, it should be a gut reaction and an instinctive thing for both mother and mother to bring the baby to the breast rather than have a lot of in interference. So that's how I see breastfeeding. I, f I see it as very natural and sort of like earthy in a, you know, not in a, a strange way. And, and, you know, just having that contact with the baby from birth is, is really important. But 
not overcomplicating it, you know, making it as simple as, as possible for, for the mum and baby. So obviously, you know, a lot of mums and new mums in particular face a few issues when uh, trying to breastfeed. I know, you know, my firstborn, my milk didn't come in for, for a number of days and I had to line feed um, till my milk came in, which was interesting, having a bottle of formula that the nurse had set up. Uh, you know, and, and feeding the baby through a line, having to stick it in their mouth, that my milk eventually came in. That's what I'm actually talking about, Bree, is that, you know, milk doesn't get established for a good six to eight weeks, you know, and I think that is the information that, you know, women think once their milk, their breasts are big on day two or three that their milk's in. That, that's sort of a quite a reaction to birth. There's a lot of, you know, um, blood response, there's a lymphatic um, drainage in breast. So the breasts get very big, but they're just not always full of milk. So it takes a lot of feeding. And I, were you surprised in how much you actually had to feed the baby? Yeah, it took, it took quite a bit. He was a hungry baby. So um, the line feeding was a challenge, but it was it did work. And eventually my milk did come in properly. And then I started drowning him. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I, think, I think patience is important because, you know, the message that it has to come in and then you have to have milk is not how it happens, yeah. So it's about, um, you know, understanding that our body takes a while and that that's what confinement's about, you know, having the baby and mother together and the baby's sucking a lot, a lot and constantly and little feeds and big feeds and close to mum and all of that helps. So it's, and I think a lot of women are very surprised with how much effort, physical effort, time and energy it, that, that um, breastfeeding takes. I did too, you know, even when oh. I had, you know, I found, goodness, this is like, and you're tired and, you know, so, but there's sore nipples, there's, you know, sore breasts, there's worrying about the baby, there's mastitis, uh, mastitis you know, but it's, it's still a wonderful thing, you know, it's still. Absolutely. Um, so what are the do's of breastfeeding then? So the do's are feed frequently, keep your baby close Feed frequently, skin to skin, have the baby. Um, like you can't overfeed a baby, you know, with breastfeeding. You just can't do that. The babies are, um, you know, very, very smart. They have to have, a, they have to put on weight consistently. That's so important. Um, and lots of wet nappies. So, again, just going back to basics, like feeding your baby constantly, keeping your baby close and warm um, and dressed, you know, rather than undressing the baby, keeping the baby dressed and close. And what about the don'ts? Because obviously there's a few errors that, that we make. Well, I, I, I just... I actually don't say don't, you know, I really, um, you know, I just think you have, we have to really support women through this process. It's, um, it's a big change from even, you know, us working full time and we have, um, you know, we can be working then we're pregnant and then have a baby and, you know, breastfeeding can be, and, and caring for a baby is overwhelming, um, isn't it? And, and it's such a... Um, an incredible stage of our life that's you know that, that we have to put on we have to we have to take we have to do so many things to such for such a little baby I often wondered how I ever got to work you know and so I think the only don'ts I would say is you know don't overdo it with 
you know, going out and, you know, having lots of people around, which during COVID, we, you know, that has been a blessing for women. Um, get, just don't worry about next week. Worry about today. You know, get through today. Keep your baby fed and you do your best. Every mum does their best, you know, and don't compete, you know, don't compete with other women. And the big don't would be don't Google and, you know, some of those live chats are pretty, the advice is not fantastic. So I just think trust your body is really important. Trust your baby. Very, very important. It is a challenging, tiring time. I think breastfeeding, it does feel like you've just got a baby hanging off you um, 24-7. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, support out there and I think uh, it's just having those tips and drinks, making, making sure you're having a drink when the baby's having a drink, obviously a cool one. And what about some other little... Well, lots like of water, that? exactly. And how hungry do you get? I mean, you're, you're feeding a baby from your body and I found that quite amazing that, you know, my baby was growing so well and from my body and that's I, I love that um connection with with uh, mother and baby and breastfeeding um but a lot of resting too you know i think uh you know the the, the generation today want to be super women and they want to do everything but you know back in the 70s we used to really protect the women and you know make sure that they had time at home and you know that they didn't have to do everything and um and breastfeeding Certainly, resting is important for both the mother and baby and the family unit, you know. But, uh, and because sleep deprivation is just, it's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Yeah. And um, so, sleep when the baby sleeps and what you're saying, drink and eat when the baby's doing it. And, you know, just, and also relax. I always say to women, you know, relax your shoulders, take a deep breath, do some mindful thinking. All of that helps with the process of, of breastfeeding it's um it's it's quite a magic um and very clever process of our body i think I love yeah it. absolutely breast milks are incredible i know it can adapt to help a baby if they've got a cold and if they've got a bit ah, of wet in their eye and it can fix conjunctivitis like it's an actually absolutely incredible breast yeah. milk. It's, it's it's mother nature's gold isn't it so what about yeah. advice for mums listening that probably just can't breastfeed um they, they have no milk supply they've tried everything what's your advice for them look i i talk to a lot of women um brie and i just hear a lot of anxiety and depression you know um and we can't feel we've, we've got to, we feel guilty about a lot of things as parents but um i think if it's an individual thing for women if they, um, and it's a choice for women if they, you know, having issues with breastfeeding and they've done everything as far as getting help and, um, and support, you know, it's, it's very important that the baby is well and the mother is well. You know, the emotional health um, and the mental health of mum is, is really important and I... My, my mother taught me that and you know I'm the youngest of eight children and you know she when I went to do midwifery when I started midwifery she, she said to me you've got to look after the mother you know you have to make sure that the mother is okay because if she's functioning everyone is functioning and it's true isn't it you know like it, it's it, if we are functioning as the as the woman and, and mother in the family 
everyone does. So I think support, and I'm into the village, very into the village, supporting supporting women and other women supporting women and making you feel good about being a mum, you know. It's a tough gig sometimes. Absolutely, yes. Well, thank you so much, Kath, uh, for helping us with the do's and don'ts of breastfeeding today. It was great to have your tips. Thanks, Greg. Thank you so much. The weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting. Did you know that over 424,000 drivers are injured yearly due to distraction whilst driving? So this distraction is mainly due to looking back and forth from a screen to the road. Now, there's a safer way to get from point A to B without taking your eyes off the road. So introducing the visor. So this handy gadget sits comfortably on your dash behind your steering wheel and projects your navigation, allowing you to see where your next turn is without taking your eyes off the road. So this display connects to a huge selection of phone apps to help you view your GPS, traffic conditions, speedometer, street maps, and so much more. So that's the, the Vizar, V-I-Z-R. Check that one out. See, it sounds super awesome. Now, this is a new one. You can fix everything. So if you're like me and you hate throwing away things that are broken, as with a simple fix, they're all as good as new. But unfortunately, some things are a little hard to, harder to fix than others. That was until I found Bondic. So it's a small device that projects a liquid plastic with a UV light to repair, fix, and patch up anything that's broken. So from broken glass to leaky plumbing, the Bondic can fix it. So... It can work on wood, metal, glass, plastics, and more. All you have to do is simply shine the light over the broken part for four seconds and bang, you're done. B-O-N-D-I-C. Noise is everywhere, so escaping it is no easy task, especially with your children roaming the house ready to yell, scream, or cry on demand. Now, we found the perfect gift this year. They're called Quiet Buds. So Quiet Buds are a revolutionary new noise-canceling earbud that blocks out noises that can definitely overwhelm your senses sometimes. Whether it be a chatty office, noisy neighbors, or a draining hum on the plane, the Quiet Buds are perfect for removing your surrounding sounds. I'll be right back. I've got to get myself a pair of those. If you're loving the PacMag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. For this week's challenge, I want you to track your steps. So with a nine to five job, it's hard to get in our daily recommended step intake of 10,000 steps. So this week's challenge, I want you to buy a pedometer or download one of the many apps out there to track your steps for the week. So it's a great way to incorporate a healthy challenge into your week and introduce healthy habits by walking every day. So why not get the kids involved too and see who can do the most steps in one week. Pack Mag's tip of the week. We all know our children grow up way too fast and the time that they are as tall as your knee sounds like a lifetime ago. So now if you're like my family, we record these heights on the wall to keep track of their heights. But the only problem is, number one, it's not the prettiest thing to have written on your wall. And number two is if we ever decide to move, these memories will be lost as we can't exactly take the wall with us. So I saw this tip the other day and I couldn't wait to share it with you. All you need is a tape measure, spray paint and a pen and simply paint the tape measure white and let it dry. Once it's dry, you can record your kid's height on the tape and then you can take these memories with you no matter where you go, all on one tape measure. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? 
So what did we learn on today's show? Well, number one is that you've just got to persist. Sometimes learning to breastfeed, you know, takes a little bit of learning for you and baby too. Some of the common issues, there's a lot out there. So the biggest thing to do is get help. If you're having any troubles, there's a whole heap of online resources and there's also lots of phone numbers that you can call to try and get help and definitely get the support of your your family and friends if you're having troubles. The do's of breastfeeding were sitting down, trying to relax, taking that deep breath before your baby latches on to get that letdown of milk and just relaxing as much as possible, keeping your nutrition up, keeping your rest up, keeping your fluids up, feeding a baby takes time, takes a lot of energy. So make sure you're looking after yourself too. But in the end, mom's listening. You've just got to feed your baby. You've got to do what's best for you and your baby and just make sure you're feeding the baby. And if that means a bottle, then that's okay too. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.